noche, buena noche, Corillo. Welcome back to another episode of the BPM Podcast, your favorite podcast in the world. Shout out to uh, all my listeners around the world. Simple as that, you know. Shout out to all the people in United Kingdom, India, um, where else? Mostly France. There's a lot of we uh, we French people that are listening to the uh, I do declare podcast. I should say that that's my middle name. I do declare I drink wine at night to wind down from the stress of life. Ah, another week, another dollar, and you should be grateful that you're alive. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. No one's going to come and sell you, so you got to go out there and, you know, get your own. Remember that. No one's here to save anybody. You're grown now. Stop acting like you're a little kid. No, stop. Nobody's going to come here and save you. Again, thank you for listening. If you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, The Back Porch Mexican Podcast, Go ahead and do so. And, uh, it's uh, it's a growing process, but we're we're getting there little by little. We don't give up, you know. The consistency is the key. I find that sometimes I don't want to do things, you know, like because I procrastinate a lot. Procrastinate. I'm a procrastinator. I'm not saying that right, but you know what I mean. Um, and. Uh, Finding the, the the motivation to do certain things on a daily basis sometimes it's hard, you know. Sometimes you're like, "Fuck all this! I don't want to do anything today." And it's a, it's a theme of mine. I don't want to do anything anywhere, but I still do it because I know that it's beneficial for me to kind of push from that mental fog that sometimes like overtakes me sometimes i'm like oh you know my my mind is raising a mile a minute and it's not easy to uh to reel my myself back in sometimes i find myself going in a down world like in a spiral downwards and and and, and i gotta catch myself and snap back at it in a snap snap back to reality and then like uh recently i've been i've been meditating no i have not which i should because i used to do it but sometimes i just like i'll be all right i'll be all right you know like like everybody does like everybody's like i'm gonna be all right i'm gonna be all right and i think it's mostly men i'm not trying to you know uh, paint a broad brush and think that women do go through the same thing. But I think do, I do think that women are more in tune with the day-to-day emotions as men. We're not, we're just like, Hey, I gotta go to work. I got, I gotta still show up to work. So I fuck all this and I'm gonna keep doing, I'm gonna keep pushing. And eventually you blow up, you blow up on, on, on little Timmy at work or, or you blow up on, on, on Jesus, you know, your coworker, and that's not cool. Like, you don't, you're not supposed to do that. You're not, I'm a big proponent on not bringing, um, work home or home to work. Um, for those that are not keen on to what I do for a living, I am a line cook, uh, of this uh, establishment that I've been working for numerous years now. I'm 
but uh, I love what I do. It's fun and, and it's challenging and it's, it's there's definitely a uh, a need for people that work in kitchens. Like we are having a tough time uh, hiring people that want to work in a kitchen because guess what? You give up weekends, you give up holidays, you give up birthdays, you give up so much, and and, and people are trying to like snap. Like the COVID kind of like snapped uh, everybody in half and like, they're like, no, we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, enslave ourselves for, for that many hours for that little pay for, you know, but like you got to choose. I don't think I chose to be what I am today uh, as I, uh, of what I earn money, my mainly income source. I don't think I chose that. I think it was like, it sounds weird because sometimes like if I'm in the zone when I'm cooking, I'm in the zone. I'm floating. I'm like, it's like almost like, uh, uh, like I'm not there. Like, uh, like I make a dish and the dish comes out and everybody likes it. And like, I have a hard time taking credit for something I created or something I did. So I just tell myself, like, if, like, the other, like, and this, I'll, see what I'm saying? I have to, like, break myself. I made an Asian stir-fry, right? Uh, Asian stir-fry, Asian curry stir-fry. And it was amazing. Everybody loved it. It was so good, blah, blah, blah. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. But, like, see the reaction from people and, like, the plates came back cleaned. Cleaned. Right. So I'm like, okay, so there's something there. But instead of me taking credit for it, I said, oh, Miss, you know, Miss Gwen is who made it. Like this Chinese lady that sometimes when I pick up heavy shit, I go, oh, yeah, yeah." right. Got to pick up heavy shit. I bring her out, you know, and and I think that's. Obviously, I have off days when I'm like, fuck, I'm cooking the same thing again today. Right. Um. But when I'm in the zone and I'm dialed in and I got to get shit done before the party shows up or before the people show up or what have you, I'm zoned in and it's just, I can't rely on anyone else to come and save me because this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? So I'm zoned, I'm dialed in, I'm cranking out prep, I'm cranking out fucking sauces, I'm cranking out hot dishes, salads, all these things are like... I'm building a party, it's a banquet, and, and, and I'm putting it together, but yet I still have doubt that I did all that, that, that it was me that did that. I get no credit from it. I have no need to get the credit from it. Why, I don't know. Why I don't take credit for things that go well is still something I'm still trying to like unfold, unpack within myself. So finding people that are willing to sacrifice family time, it goes with anything, I think, right? It goes with any, any job you have, any career you choose to pursue. It's got to require for you to sacrifice everything else if you want to become the best there is at that specific thing. You're not going to be top of the line 
engineer, top of the line uh, pool player, top of the line anything. If you don't sacrifice something, something has to give in order for you to like excel in that in that aspect of your career. And I'm I'm a toddler when it comes to like kitchen to, to being in the industry of food I'm, I'm a toddler i don't know anything I, like the little things i know I, I try to share them but you know egos get in the way of, of i was like no i'm gonna do it my way well okay do it your way but like what i'm saying is like this is what i've learned this is what i've if i'm sharing it at least appreciate it but if it's okay you got to find your own journey your own way and and the pandemic kind of broke everybody like they don't want to be in a place where you know they don't feel appreciated they don't think that they think they can do more and and some people have figured it out but like hey I actually could do something else that it brings me joy and if, if you're stuck in a job that you don't like you're miserable you show up just because you need to pay bills Homie, you're, it's, let me tell you something right now. You're wasting your life because the bills are always going to be there. Life is always going to be there. So find out what you really want to do and fucking dive in and, 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 and sacrifice yourself to, to become, to catch up to the, to the OGs of of the, of the marketplace of, of whatever you're choosing to do. Like you have to have mentors. You have to have People you look up to in your industry, in your niche, or whatever it is that you want to do. You have to, like, because they've been doing it for so long. I've been doing it for, shit, 17 years. And I'm kind of seeing, you know, um, I started as a dishwasher to move from a dishwasher to a prep cook to a, a... I line cook to, you know, a shift manager or this or that. And I have a title now, but I don't, that's not where I'm going to end up with that title. I want to go higher than that. But in order to start a new career, a new endeavor of your happiness, you got to find that thing that makes you happy. Because I feel like sometimes we get complacent, complacent. Man, get complacent and change is a, it's an unknown foreign feeling. And instead of embracing the change, we shy away from it because we don't want to start all over again, right? And finding good people that want to do anything, any whatever it is, whether it's being, you know, a sign holder, being a dishwasher, being, you know, a greeter, being a, a bank teller, someone that wants to excel in a, in a in a position has to be able to sacrifice weekends, family time, vacation time sometimes. You know, you got to sacrifice uh certain things, but also now people are like saying like, you know what? I don't want to work 5 days a week. I was just reading this article yesterday about how the UK uh, did a trial on a four-day week, four week work, a four-day 
work week. That's a lot of wolf, right? Especially for me, because I'm a foreigner, and you know me. It's in your army, baby. Um, and it was very successful. Uh, people are saying, there's not enough money you can give me to go back to work five days. Right? And people are thinking, oh, so four days, 40 hours? No, 32 hours, and that's it. 32 hours, 100% of the pay as if you were work, as if you were working 40 hours. So now this um, senator from California, I can't remember his name, and reintroduced a bill that it will probably start like a pilot program, I'm assuming. Not everyone's going to jump on board and be like, hey, actually, we are you know, establishing this federal law. Because if it goes federal, it's for everyone. I don't think it's going to go there first. They're going to, you know, test the waters, you know, throw in your little cousin at the end of the pool, see if he comes back and if it's okay. And if he's okay, and if he jumps back in on his, on his own, we're going in. But the relationship between work week, um, the, the the things that a working person carries with them on a 40 hour week on a 50 hour week on a 60 hour week whatever hours you put in it takes a toll on everything else if you're working let's say just 40 hours monday through friday nine to five 40 hours that's a very long time right that's a long time if you have young children if you have elderly people you take care of home if you have a girlfriend, if you have hobbies you want to pursue, anything else other than that, it'll, it'll be really hard for you to pursue 100%. So now what they're saying is like, all right, we'll pay him the same amount if productivity doesn't uh, get affected. If productivity is not affected, we'll continue this. And I believe the UK is implementing that on a broader spectrum right they're going to start slow they started with a pilot program and then now they're going to go and and say you know what let's do six months for the entire country or what i don't know what the plan is they haven't disclosed that but companies that are that that jumped into this program are not going back those cut those 300 uh 3,000 employees from different companies are not going back to a, a a normal uh work week which is kind of crazy right now like you're like oh i want to get in that industry because that's what they're doing so you're gonna have a lot of people jumping ships looking for that three-day weekend right and sometimes i'm lucky if i have a two-day weekend sometimes i'm lucky if uh you know i take vacation sometimes it, it, it all depends on on the workload it, it it's a but you have to be like okay with with what you love do you love cooking do you love being an accountant do you love crunching numbers do you love being a realtor do you love being a teacher do you, you know teachers have it somewhat easy you know when it comes to a work week it like says monday through friday we don't go to school on the weekends right can you imagine going to school on the weekends they should they should at least saturday for like electives if U.S. decide, but they can barely teach. I'm speaking from my experience. My son took guitar classes all freshman year. He's a junior now. 
Um, uh, sorry, a sophomore. Duh. All freshman year took classes from an individual that was a substitute that they didn't know anything about guitars. It was just a regular. He was just a body to make sure that nobody fucked each other and they didn't fight each other. That was it. And I was like, you know what? I do declare I have something to say about this. So I wrote them an email, you know, and then email. I was like, yo, what kind of like don't offer fucking guitar class if you don't have a music teacher. It's like offering a <laughs> a PE without having the gym. Be like, yeah, just go go wild, you know, like play in the grass. If you don't have a basketball hoop or a soccer field or a baseball, if you don't have anything to offer something, don't offer it. Move them to where you, but I get, I don't, maybe I don't get it, but I was, and then I was like, we need responses as parents. Like, what is this? This is nonsense. Where was I going with this? Well, the work week, right? Oh, I get a little lost. Sorry. Um, offer, that'd be, to me, if I could have a three-day weekend, I could get into a lot of trouble. Yeah, I can get in trouble. So the two-day work, the five-day work week, I'm fine. It keeps me out of trouble, but that's me, you know. I tend to have uh, crazy tendencies to get into trouble, even as an adult. But it seems like America is behind the eight ball on 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 human uh, on human the on human values like they don't give a fuck you work but that's the beauty of it right you can work yourself out of poverty you can work yourself out of being born in a certain situation to now saying i made it out of the trenches where people eat hot dogs and, you know, somebody's trying to get a little ecstasy, the trenches. Uh, but if that gets implemented, that, that means that mental health would improve, right? People's happiness will increase because they're doing all these things to keep people happy. Like this, 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 uh, all this, it seems like all this AI is, it's, being directed to like cure like people's loneliness they they get attached to social media they get attached to people they are influencers they are big names because they don't know anything outside of their four walls right and and, and happiness is not inside it's outside. Happiness, home should be where you rest and you feel safe. Everything else outside, you should wonder and, 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 and explore. Whatever that is. Go out on a fucking hike and explore nature. Get eaten by a bobcat or a mountain lion or so, escape the matrix. Some way or some form. But the, as time goes by, people are not leaving their houses to do anything you get your groceries delivered to your door you know next thing you know i've said this like it, it, they want us to be locked up in, in 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 our own 
crazy minds. And we let them because, oh, did you see the new virtual reality? You can go on a roller coaster. You Did you know? Did you know since the fucking Disney World opened up? Which was like the 50s or 60s. I don't know the, the year. Alexa, what year did Disney open up? That's Disney the cartoon. Alexa, what year did the Disney park open? According to an Alexa Answers contributor, Disneyland opened in 1955. 1955, they have roller coasters. You can go on real roller coasters. You don't have to go on, on, on virtual reality roller coasters. You know that, right? So take that fucking headset off and go out in a real roller coaster. Oh, yeah, but this is cheap. Er. Yeah, but... What are you paying? You're paying with your sanity because that roller coaster is going to take you to somewhere else. And, 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 and then you get deeper into the rabbit hole of video games or, or, or virtual reality or, or what have you. But the outside world is still going on where you can experience, you can touch, you can feel. You can smell. You're just playing virtual reality roller coaster in your own fucking farts. You're farting, eating popcorn. I'm on a roller coaster again. What? I'm on a roller coaster again. And it was like $29.99 a month. I didn't have to travel. I don't have to stay in line. Yeah, I get it. Lines suck. But guess what? You people watch. You judge people. What the? You people watch. You interact with people. Hey, when I went to Disney World... Or Disneyland, I found three fucking wallets. I took the money and I returned it to the fucking security office. I was like, hey, I found this. No, I didn't take the money. What's wrong with you? Imagine losing your wallet on a trip. Right? Three wallets in one day. And I returned it because I don't want that type of fucking karma coming back. Because I'm running fast from karma, but she sometimes catches up. Sometimes like, hey, remember in 2003? When you pimping out that girl, you and your homie. Shout out to my homie Chilango. Um, he remembers that one. I've told that story before. He he probably has never told anyone, but I told the internet, so now it's out. Karma will fucking find you for the shit you did. So go take that headset off and go experience life. Love everybody, hate everybody, but do something outside of. The Matrix, outside of the reality. I'm planning on... I, I want to go interview people, like homeless people, but also I don't want them touching my equipment, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't... I don't. You know, that's the only thing that, stop, <laughs> that stops me from like interacting with homeless people because I want to know how they got there. I got approached by... <laughs> I went to the grocery store last Monday... And I got approached by, you know, a fucking homeless person, an unhoused person, clearly on drugs. And I was like, hey, yo, homie, I'm on food stamps. I don't have no money. Angry about it. And I, I, I was angry that he was approaching me for money to buy drugs. Not because he was approaching me to ask me for money. But I'm not buying. I've said this a million times. I'm going to say it one more time. 
If I'm going to buy drugs for somebody, it's going to be me. You understand? Not you, me. And I don't even do drugs. I do a little whiskey, a little beer, a little coffee. That's all I need. Oh, and a little nicotine. Uh, but I don't do them drugs. Them drugs catch you by the bottom of your lip and drag you down to the float. Um, this took a turn, right? Oh my God, I'm fucking insane today. I'm sorry, guys. You know, last episode I was talking like this really low. I don't know why. I was like, you know, I just got done meditating. You know what I mean? Meditating with God. No, 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 no. Let's not bring God into these equations. People get riled up when you bring up their God. You think God was a woman? I think so. I think God's a woman. Nobody wants to believe it, but that's what I think. Uh, but back to the four-day four work week. That'd be amazing. I hope it happens. They're also talking about giving, you know, African-Americans $5 million in California for reparations. I think that's not necessary. I think what they should do is go into these communities where most African-Americans live and fucking fix those communities. Give them opportunities. Give them jobs. Give them infrastructure where they can... They can have something to look forward to. Put good schools in those districts. You know? Put more resources into mental health. More resources into, like, drug addiction. Don't just fucking hand out money. Because that's going to make the whites pissed off. And now you're like, oh, but you're giving black people money. What the fuck? What are, you know, like... And they'll bring up the whole, oh, they're criminals and this and that. It's just going to stir up the pot. I was right about something. Those four black African-Americans, black African-Americans, those four African-Americans that got kidnapped in Mexico, they weren't up to no good in the U.S. either. I knew that she was not just going to get a, you know, a BBL down there. And... I felt to say that in the last podcast, but I didn't because I was like, what if I catch fucking, you know, some heat for this? Because no one else, nobody else was saying what I was thinking. And then I kind of said it. And then everybody's like, you know what? Well, these people are not, you know, stand up citizens either. And I told you guys, like, the cartel does not want to fuck with Americans, regardless of their background in America. They don't fuck with Americans. That's the least thing they want to do. They don't want to stir up the fucking pot when it comes to the DEA, the FBI, or or, or what have you, or, or even the CIA. There's some rumors that the CIA is working down there, but that's just for another episode. No, there's no... No way forward, it seems like. There's no way, like... Out of the shit show. The bank collapsed. What? You got money in the SVV bank? The Silicon Valley bank? You better go get it out. Let me tell you. If you got your $12 in there, you better go get your $12 real quick. Because there ain't going to be nothing left. So, nothing's going to happen. We're just going to have another crash. And everybody's going to be scared. And there's going to be no, you know. And, and hopefully, because fucking concert tickets are expensive as shit. 
You try to go see, you know, little Tutu and little baby dance, thousand dollars. What? No, no, thank you. But again, get out of the house. That's all I gotta say for today. Get out of the house. Go find yourself something to do, and don't stop yourself from fucking enjoying something. If you don't like it, don't go back. Find something else. Life is short. And remember, this ain't your army, baby. So take day by day. Don't get too ahead in the future. Don't live in the past because that's gone. You can't go back. I sound like a motivational speaker, but I don't want to be a motivational speaker. But sometimes like people need to be told. Snap out of that fucking funk and live your life. That's all I have to say. So peace.